Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast where we're having ongoing digital discipleship conversations about when and where the kingdom and the culture collide. So today we're going to be dialoguing on healing and we've been at Rescue Church, we've been doing like a series on healing. We just started. We did Isaiah 61 two weeks. The first place that God goes to work is on the brokenhearted, those who are shattered, those who are broken beyond man's ability to repair them. And so there's a story in the Gospels that shows the intention of God and the will of God and God's own desire and delight to heal people. And so that's kind of what I want to touch on for a minute. But it doesn't matter if the healing is your physical body or your soul. Um it all matters to God, and so that's what we're going to see here. So in Mark 1, 40, it says, Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him, and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. And he strictly warned him, and sent him away at once, and said, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go to your, your way to show yourself to the priest and offer for you the cleansing of those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. And so I'm going to stop in, um, in verse 45, uh, before verse 45, and just kind of dialogue on this. And so this leper, he's unclean, and he has to tell people he's unclean. And in the old covenant, if you touch a leper, you get dirty. But in the new covenant, if Jesus touches a leper, he gets clean. And Jesus touched him before he healed him. And I, I want to kind of dialogue because this leper knew that Jesus could, but he wasn't sure if he would. And and that's kind of like the reality that many people live with. They believe that Jesus can. They just don't know if he will for them. And this is really something here because when he says, I am willing, it means that I choose, I prefer, I'm inclined, I'm glad, I'd gladly do it. I delight in doing it. I wish to do it. I want to do it. And it's almost like before you asked, the answer was yes. And I am willing and I delight in healing you. And one of the things that people have to understand is that God is a father, right? And so if my kid comes to me, I'm going to do anything within my power for them to be healthy, well, and I'm not a better father than God, that's for sure. And so here you have this man coming to Jesus, seeking healing. He knows Jesus can. He's not sure he will. And Jesus says, I am willing. And then you see the man is healed. And he says, don't tell anyone Go show yourself to the priests because it's a testimony to them. And the, the children of Israel believed that when the Messiah would come, that the deaf would hear, the lame would walk, lepers would be cleansed. So this was a messianic sign. And he was so confident in the work of his father because he came to work the works of him who sent me. So Jesus said, he was so confident that he only does what he sees the father do. And he only says what he hears the father say. He was so confident in the father that he's like, Go show it to the priest. Like, in other words, go to the doctor, get it examined. Let's let's put it under the test. Mm -hmm. Let's put it under the microscope. Mm -hmm. 
And he said, it's a testimony to them. And and this is kind of what, what I want to say with that. When God heals you, it's a testimony to them. So it's for you, but it's to them. And here you see like a life restored back to the way God intended it to be because socially he was an outcast. Economically, he was poor. He was in a really difficult situation and in a moment, everything changed. And this is the sense that we have, you know, we we really sense from the Lord, like me and some of the leaders at Rescue, we really feel that God is really wanting to heal people. So we're going to create space four or five weeks of just everything we're doing to give time and attention to God having the privilege and opportunity of touching people physically, emotionally, spiritually. And when you see this healing, this this healing has to do with like physical touch. No one can touch him. And that's really damaging for a human not to be able to be embraced, loved on, hugged, and then he, he can't work. He's poor. He's unclean. Socially, he's an outcast. Economically, he's poor. Um, relationally, he, he can't have kids. Mm-hmm. He can't get married. He can't be among healthy people. And so that's what sickness does. It isolates you. And so when when you're restored to to healing and community, it's about like life being restored back to the way God intended it to be. So like, for example, when someone is not well on the inside, you're gonna have a whole bunch of signs, burn relational bridges, unnecessary economic challenges, relational damage, because someone is not well mm-hmm. on the inside. You guys, you know, Tina and DK, you really have a grace on you to help people get well. What what would you say are major things that prevent people from getting well? Self-awareness. I think that's number one. Um, especially in this culture, there's so many things that pull you away from even feeling your pain that you don't even realize you're in pain. So then it's even tough to even realize you're hurting until you hit rock bottom. So I think um, that awareness is like half the battle um, Mm. from getting healing. I think a lot of people take comfort in being a victim and getting sympathy from other people Mm -hmm. by sharing their victim stories. I think a lot of people settle for that as almost like the best that they can have. And so they'd rather live in the sympathy of other people's, um, yeah, just treating them like victims and living like a victim rather than the work that it takes to really allow Jesus to heal you. Yeah, because, you know, when you're in your pain and it's been so normalized to you, it actually becomes a crutch where it feels like you're empowered. You're, You're kind of empowered by your pain in a weird way. Like you're saying, people enable it, people encourage it, they um, they sympathize, and that be kind of kind of becomes your coping mechanism. So it's actually scary even to say, "I'm gonna release this pain," because it becomes such a part of who you are, and like you kind of become an identity. Yeah, with it. yeah, yeah it becomes part of their identity. Yeah. I think that a lot of people would prefer sympathy over significance. Yeah. Yeah. Like people would rather just feel bad for themselves instead of do good, and that's why Jesus said, like do you want to be made whole? Right. Like he asked someone that who had been like, I think he was lame for like 
38 years yeah. or something mm-hmm. like by the well like yeah. by the by the pool of bethesda yeah. he's like yeah. will you be made whole and it's like that's kind of a dumb question but it's actually not a dumb question yeah. Yeah. it's actually one of the most deep questions ever because if people don't want to be made whole they won't yeah. be yeah. made whole yeah. and if you want people to be whole more than they want to be whole they won't be whole and I believe his language was complaining in that in that you know, story. His, his response was oh, yeah. like, "Every time I try, somebody yeah. else gets in before me." me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really interesting that many times. And let me let me just say this. I know this is going to sound like an oversimplification, but this is genuinely my experience over like almost twenty years. David says in Psalm 23 that the Lord restore your soul. And then how, the the how is through the paths of righteousness. Mm-hmm. What I've learned is if people are not willing to do what is right, yeah. they're not willing to be restored because restoration is a fruit of repentance. Yep. And if yeah. people are not willing to do that, they're not willing to get well. I wanna say something, and I don't wanna put attention on myself, but it's a personal experience. So it's like I have to tell the story. I have never in 20 years encountered someone fully committed to getting healing that was willing to listen to instruction and do what they're told and not get well. Yeah. Yep. You have all you need to, to yeah. <laughs> do, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not an if. And that's, yeah. that's not, there's no, I'm not saying me. I'm yeah. saying me, my own human eyes. I have not encountered a person fully committed to healing who is willing to really be obedient to the Lord that didn't wind up well. Yeah. All of the people were like, this is not working. No, it's you're not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're not doing what you're told to do. And therefore you're not getting what is promised because you're not showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have never, this is my thing. I have never seen someone fully committed to the process that didn't get well. Yeah. It's only people who tap out and refuse to be consistent and obedient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people, they press in until they feel a little better, but they don't press through to they're fully healed. So just they just get a little bit of that band-aid, like, oh, I feel a little better, and they walk away, not understanding, like you say, it's a process. It's not a, a meeting or like a experience for one night, but it's really like you gotta walk through it and walk in it and until you fully get all the roots out. So. I think that's what it is. People like just enough. I feel good. I think this is it, and they walk away. Yeah, yeah. Many people want relief, not restoration. Yeah, exactly. You know, they want a sense of this is the problem that I'm dealing with now. Yeah. Once the pain of that problem lifts, I'm not gonna do what I did to get where I am, and that means yeah. you're not gonna stay there or break through. It's because we get too focused on the symptoms, but God is going after the root. The symptom is just a byproduct. He wants to get after the thing that produces the bad fruit. So it's really, he wants to get at that. Then you won't have to face those things anymore, but we just focus on the symptoms. So we're like, okay, I think the symptoms are gone. Okay, let's just live, go on with what I was doing already. So I think that's really the, the mistake yep. many people make, yeah. Yeah, I also think some people, it's like you receive some level of healing and then you think 
I've already, I already did it. I already went there. I already processed that. I already allowed God to heal that. And it's almost like it feels like weakness to keep going at that place. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. feel like I should already been done with this by now and don't realize like it's layers and God's patient with us and he wants to go all the way down and he'll use people and circumstances to keep going at the very bottom of the yeah. root of that. Healing is not performance. Yep. You know, yeah. it's not it's not something you perform, it's not something you're good at, but it's really humility allowing God to do everything. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like receiving Surgery. it from him. Yeah. But I think it's uncomfortable for a lot of people to stay in that place of allowing him to show you what's really there. Um, it's it's uncomfortable to yeah. really sit in that. So yeah. I think people just get enough sometimes, like you said, to get relief, but not full restoration. Mm-hmm. It takes patience. Yeah. yeah, and it's also, I think it's also scary in a sense because you start to realize that the way you were li- you were living a lie so then you know the lord exposes you to truth and you're like oh snap uh, i've been living a lie for like the last 10 years and mm-hmm. i'm a christian so yeah. then 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 you Sorry. start questioning your faith people start questioning their salvation people start really like and a lot of christians believe it or not are very insecure about their salvation yeah that's another a whole nother thing that i don't really want to get into right now but that's that's a thing um another thing too you you have to ask yourself who are you listening to mm-hmm. are you listening to the father of lies or the father yeah, of lights exactly. yeah. and the father of lights brings exposure and exposure is very painful but it's a necessary part of the process because Many times people don't really know what's actually really wrong. Mm-hmm. They just know about the symptoms like you know DK was saying earlier, but they don't realize that no, the pain isn't a pain, it's a symptom that there's like a nerve or a disc or something out of place yeah. or a bone that's broken. So the pain that you're feeling from the bone being broken is not the problem. Yep. The problem is the bone that is broken and the pain is the notification. And if you just keep swiping the notifications and ignoring them, you're going to really damage yourself. And not only are you going to damage yourself, but you're going to damage whatever you're supposed to be managing. Mm -hmm. So if that's a marriage, if that's children, if that's a business, if that's finances, if that's a calling, like you're going to damage things because you're damaged. And so the idea that God wants to touch the leper, so to speak, that God wants to cleanse, that God wants to heal, that God wants to restore, that God wants to also test what he has done in you. Anything God builds, God tests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like even with the healing, he's like, go show yourself to the priest. Go show them that this is real. It's a testimony for them. And the work of God in your life is for people. Mm-hmm. People look at like, oh my God, look what God did in Monica. Look what God did in, in DK. Look what God did in Tina. Like, and, and people see the work of the kingdom, and so it's for you, but it's to them. It's a, it's yep. it's to them. Yep. God the Father in His grace, He exposes things through inconvenience, uncomfort, uncomfortable things, and pain, because not because He wants to expose you, He wants to expose what He wants to remove. So you can't feel shame from those things. And really, I, I encourage people, look at the testimony of people who had a touch of God who got healed. It's never a, a shameful thing. It was never a thing to put people in a, a bad place, but it's really to remove those things. So I think the exposure 
the way the father does it is a beautiful, graceful thing, and we have to not run from the exposure. Yeah, God delights in healing people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like God is like, I don't mind putting my dirty hand, uh, excuse me, my clean hand on your dirty, you know, mm-hmm. your dirty leprosy, mm-hmm. like because I'm not gonna get leprosy. You're gonna get healing, and the compassion of the Lord is always toward people. Like it, it compassion causes you to touch the untouchable it causes you to heal brokenness it causes you you know to and and that's really about god restoring Mm -hmm. life and it started with a man coming to jesus worshiping jesus like a church person coming singing knowing that he can not sure if he will and then god saying okay i delight in it and for those of you listening i i just want to say this that god delights to heal you and I just want to pray a word of healing over you. Father, I thank you for those who are listening and uh, watching, Lord. I just release just your healing and your grace over them to process what they're going through. And I pray that the healing would be so real that other people would see it and it would be to them, but for the person who's receiving the healing but to the people that are observing your healing power. So we just release healing in Jesus' name. And I encourage you that if you're willing to go on a journey and allow the Lord to work, we're going to be doing something like that at Rescue Church. You can find more information on that at uh, rescuechurch.tv. You can jump over to the YouTube page. And uh, we're really, for the next four or five weeks, we're going to really be kind of sticking to this idea of God wanting his children well. So I hope that this was helpful. And if it was, would you please share it? Adam Levecki here. On behalf of DK Kim and I, we want to thank you for listening to the Be Transformed podcast. If you found this helpful, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. Thanks again for listening to Be Transformed.